السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد ونسلی علی رسول الکریم اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل قدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 11th of Zulhijjah 1443. We present to you our report back of last week's activity. and the title of it is Trip to the Deer. Alhamdulillah, in the morning the program is going very, very well and we must thank Radio Al-Ansar International and all their directors and we have so many non-Muslims listening to us. So Alhamdulillah, we say, Hada min fadli rabbi, Hada rahmatum mi rabbi, that it is only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla that we can present the true Islam to one and all Muslim and non-Muslim. And then we finish finish up at 6 o'clock, I go upstairs and read my sunnats and then mashallah, brother Wasim Khan comes and picks me up. We go and read Fajr Salat yeah, in our Masjid, Masjid Muhajirin and Ansar. Their Jamaat is 20 past 6, so it suits us fine. Allah Jalla Wala grant our brother Muhammad Khan complete, complete shifa. Allah Jalla Wala make it easy for him and the family. Alhamdulillah, our tafsir is going very, very well. With the help and Mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Last week we completed Surah Waqiyah, chapter number 56, with the grace and mercy of Allah. And from the archives we're going on with Surah to Shu'ara. And then Tuesday, mashallah, we have our bliss of marriage with Mohana Arafat, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Tuesday evening, I went there to Dalum Zakaria because Hazrat Mufti Sahib was preparing to go to Pakistan and we spent time at tea and so forth. No lessons, obviously. The students were preparing for exams and so forth because last week, Friday, they closed. Now is holiday. So Hazrat was very, very happy also. And mashallah, we had matters of bilateral importance, very good important issues to discuss and so forth and then we met and told Hazrat that now inshallah when Hazrat comes back from Pakistan then we will meet again inshallah Aziz that was Tuesday evening and then I rushed back here to the Masjid, Jami Masjid and had tafsir for them there regarding the issues regarding Eid al-Adha and sacrifice and slaughtering and when the takbir will start and many issues so mashallah we have a Q&A also so with Allah Ta'ala's help that's going well in the morning day in, in the Masjid al-Muhajirin also we have Hadith lesson every day so that also is highly appreciated. I see some brothers no more going to the Jami Masjid. They come there. So they say they want to hear the lesson on the Hadith and so forth. Because Jami Masjid the Salat is 6 o'clock so it becomes very tight because I have to read Sunnats and so forth. So obviously we will miss the Jamaat then. 
Thereafter, mashallah, Wednesday. So as you know, that uh, our bliss of marriage and tafsir and all that continued. And Thursday, we had our fiqh program with Mona Zahid Khan. We discussed about Eid al-Adha, about Qurbani, and many, many related issues. Then the news came to us. You know, I have good friends, mashallah, they in Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Manovara. So anything of importance, immediately they send it to me. And I saw that on Friday that the khutbah and salat will be rendered by the murtad, by the shaitan, and Muhammad Isa, the Secretary General of Rabita Alam Islami. So we prepared the document and we sent it out and said that no ways are we going to broadcast that khutbah from Arafat. Do you know the history of this person? If you know the history, geography of this person, he was the Minister of Justice. Then they brought him in here into the head of Muhsin al-Turki. He was a very good person, Secretary General of Rabita and so forth. I've been so many times to the Rabita offices and so forth. Sometimes they have excellent books. Let me tell you one story, which I don't think I ever mentioned. You know, when I went in 1974, the first time for Umrah, I came from Karachi. We spent six weeks there. My beloved parents came from South Africa. They spent five weeks there. And thereafter that we were there in Aziz. I was in Aziz Kogir Hotel the first week. And then parents came. We moved to Suleiman Mimish, Aisha Bulis Hotel. That time the crowd used to be very small. Every round you could kiss Hajar Aswad and so forth and so on the Blackstone. So one day they came to the hotel. I don't even know Arabic, Urdu, what going on but little bit we could understand they said you all must come to Rabita so we asked but for what must we come they say a big meeting there now I said fine so they gave us the it wasn't just new officers the old officers the new officers are right out of Makkah that one was there near Makkah so we landed up there Lo and behold, so I met Sheikh Sabuni that time there. I met great, great ulama and giants there. But one thing I realized, they gave us one book of Sheikh Sabuni. Till now I use it, Min Kunuzi Sunnah. And they gave us one, two other books of Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni. He was also connected with Al-Rabita Alame Islami and so forth. And that time, you know, uh, the, the, the chief was that Sheikh Ali Harakan and all these people there. Obviously, we we didn't know Arabic, but we just sat there and like that and look at what's going on. So we were like delegates in a big meeting of Rabita. So that is how they started. And if you know, in South Africa, they came here in 86. So I came from Darloom. I still remember to here in Indonesia, they had the, the program. And Dr. Abdullah Nasif was there. And Dr. Mamuniat was the main person. So I came and I spoke to Dr. Abdullah Nasif. So Dr. Mamuniat got very impressed. He said, oh, you can speak to this person in Arabic. I said, alhamdulillah, no problem. So then I took him from here. He wanted to buy a new suit and ties and all these things. So in Abdullah Nasif, if you look at him, he's so fair in complexion, 100% you would think he's a European, you know. So I took him there to Johannesburg. He wanted to buy tie and suit and all. So these people asked me, how is he going to pay this guy? He took out the, the traveler's checks in Arabic and he signed it and everything and they were just too happy, you know, because they charged him maximum price and everything. Nighttime we came for the Rabita al-Islami. Now he's back in his Saudi garb. You will never 
speaker nicely. This guy, when we went there, he had his suit and tie and everything on. So the, he was a good person, you know. I wonder if he's still alive or he passed away or what. But he was a very good person, the Dr. Abdullah Omar Nasif. So that is my interaction with Rabita. Many times I went there and so forth. So anyway, now they got the Shaitan. You must remember, he is the face of Murtad bin Shaitan, MBS. Remember that. So look at the crimes he committed. He went to Auschwitz and he prays with the Jews. And he tells the Muslims that the Jews are our brothers and we must be sympathetic to them. He doesn't speak about the war crimes they're committing now in Palestine and committing for the past 70 years. Just that so that the Jews can give a good report of him and his boss, MBS Murtad bin Shaitan. Second, he goes to the church, he goes, meets the Pope, he meets this priest, he knocks and he hits the, 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 the all these, you know, these bells and all that of the church. Imagine, 100% Murtad. Third, you must remember, he meets all these Hindu leaders and all of them, Buddhist leaders. People who are arch, arch enemies, and he says, no, they are good people. People who are murdering, killing our people in Burma or in Kashmir or in Palestine and so forth. And this harami, that's all I can call him, a harami, murtad, shaitan. So he says we must do this. And remember that he went to France. He told the people in France, if you don't like the laws of France, that they told you can't wear niqab, hijab or whatever, you must pack up and go from here. Your this country that you want to tell the Muslims that. So our fatwa regarding him, the Secretary General of uh, of the Rabbit Alim Islami, is 100% murtad and shaitan. Today I challenged two of the Saudi guys who are puppets of the Saudis and I told them, see you all are very close with the Saudi regime. Why you don't speak one word against them? Tomorrow day of Qiyamah will come. La yanfa'u malu wa la banun illa man atallaha Absolute silence, nothing from them. They know me very well, so all of them, and they know when the Saudis come and they the first one right there in the first surf, you know, the Imams come and this one come and does and all these type of things. Yeah. Let me be very clear on this issue here. As far as MBS go, 100% murtad. If Saad is Muhammad Isa goes, 100% murtad. And therefore, you, the Ummah, don't try and cover up for the Saudis. The Saudis, the government today, are Kuffar government. They will implement the laws of the Jews. They will implement the laws of America. And they will sell everything out. The de-Islamization is taking place. How can you have Sanama in Medina? How can you have bikini beaches in Jeddah? How can you have rave shows there in Riyadh and Jeddah? How can you have Formula One people who are promoting LGBT? All this is 100% acts of kufr and shirk and happening in our holiest land. So what an indictment upon this ummah. So Friday came, I came down and I see that they were carrying him and all the channels on the shaitan. We said, no, we took the khutbah from Medina Munawwara of Sheikh Huzaifi and just as well, because that same night his mother passed away. And then, you know, Fajr time, he read the Fajr Salat, he was the Imam and he was crying. Anybody will cry after all mother and what a mother she is, what a saliha, what a qanita, what a musliha, that she must be close to 
hundred years old. Sheikh is close to seventy-five, eighty years old. So she must be already near ninety, hundred, and so forth. Her son is the Imam of Masjid Nawawi for more than forty years. Her grandson, Sheikh Ahmed Huzaifi, is Imam for past five, ten years or so. He used to read Tarawih and now he's Imam and so forth. So before that, he was in Masjid Quba. So what an honorable lady. Allah Jalla Wala bless her, grant her Jannatul Firdaus. So Friday, mashallah, we took that khutbah and we translated it and then I went here to the Jami Masjid and delivered the khutbah there and so forth and I spoke about these issues here. That, imagine what is happening. The Hajis, they're very happy. Arafat is on a Friday and there's 100% no doubt about it that if the day of Arafat and Friday correspond, then it's a great, magnificent day provided that there was proper sighting. Whether there's proper sighting or not in Saudi Arabia, me, I don't believe there's proper sighting there. They got a lot of moon samis there. Everything is politics at play there and so forth. I told you in 1984, they had 28 days Ramadan. 2004, after three days, four days, they changed the date of the Hajj. We were present there. So we're not speaking from our thumb. When we were invited for a conference like now, so after Hajj day to Riyadh, they took us. The Grand Mufti is there, and the Rais Qazi is there. I asked them the question: When is Ashura? When is the day of Tenth Muharram? They in Riyadh, in front of fifteen ulama from South Africa and other countries and so forth. One said, I don't remember the exact day. One said Wednesday. One said Thursday. We looked around. These are supposed to be the greatest authorities. They themselves are confused and blowing the people's fuses. That they themselves are mixed up. So that is what happens there. Remember this. So therefore, it's all just remember one big fast what's going on today and so forth. So but majority of them. So that was Friday. Then Saturday, mashallah, we all were fasting and we encouraged everybody to fast because remember it was the day of uh, Arafat and so forth. So I supposed to go to Heidelberg because I said so long and then I go graveyard. But then it was so cold and I wasn't feeling 100% well. So I just stayed here at home. Then Sunday, mashallah, I made arrangement with Moana Zahid Khan. And oh yes, our team, mashallah, I must compliment them. Our brother Yusuf Ali, our brother Moana Arafat, Moana Zahid, Uwais brother, mashallah, they launched the Hajj and they did other programs. Allah Ta'ala reward them. That is what we want. It's a young team. They must take the initiative and, you know, build up contacts with the overseas people. And uh, they had the Khidmatul Hujjah, Khidmatul Awam Hujjah, and so forth, giving them updates. So that was very, very good. I just come last five minutes make some dua and so forth we old now the youngsters have to take over mashallah so that's very very good mashallah so Sunday I told Mona Zahid best thing we do is the earliest Fajr Salat is here in the Khanka the 25 to 6 they give Adhan that's the time Fajr time starts and 10 to 6 they have Jamaat so we all read Fajr Salat there mashallah and then from there that we left from here too then the, that was, you know, our... 
the the deer, mashallah. So I knew that that Friday already Hazrat Mohana Ahmad Sadiq decides up Hafizullah of the Majlis had arrived Friday evening and so forth from PE. So I said, never mind, Sunday we will meet. So inshallah. So when we reached there, Mohana we left there about five past six or so. No traffic early morning Sunday. So exactly six thirty we were there. So they supposed to have a eatgah, but then they sent out the notice and said no eatgah. The eat lecture khutbah salat salat and khutbah all will take place in a masjid because it's very cold. When I interacted with Mufti Hashim, he he said, you know, last week or two weeks ago they had minus six there. You know what is minus six? So in South Africa, it's very cold for us here. So he said half the students were ill and sick. They had to send them home because it's open, open, like, you know, like a jungle it is. An open, open area. So we went straight there. We went to sit with Hazrat Mohana Masadik Desai Sahib, Hafizahullah. And I told him what's happening a little bit in the world and so forth. Spoke about the murtad, delivered the khutbah and so forth day in Arafat. And I said, Hazrat, you must write something about this, please you know, so the Ummah can be aware. Ummah is today herd mentality. They don't know whether they're coming or going. The majority of the Ummah, let us be honest about this issue, that one day Sheikh Huzaifi stood up there in Medina Munawwara. He told the people, you're right here by the Rosa Mubarak of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi You're taking photos and videos and that. People got so happy, they started taking more photos of him. They say, must be another khutbah he's giving. So that's the Ummah today. Totally lost. You must remember. I remember his words. He said, Hada Amrun Munkarun. It's not permissible and so forth. Ah, people, they don't understand Arabic. They just say, Sheikh is speaking take another photo take another video so that is what's happening today so anyway we had good discussions for about 15-16 minutes there with Hazrat Mohana Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sahib Hafidahullah he is 83-84 years old he told me that 2.30 he wakes up and he works for 20 hours remember a day you show me one person in the world today who can do that. That consistently, you must remember, he sleeps only three, four hours, 20, 21 hours a day he works. He must have passed million, million fatawa in his 50-year career already. So subhanallah, and you see the amount of books he writes. You can put all of us together. We will never able to write such books, remember. Masterpieces, many of them. So excellent, excellent. And the English, subhanallah. Allah, that sometimes we all have to go check up the dictionary, what the word means and so forth and so on. Allah Jalla Allah Grand Hazrat Muhammad Sadiq Desai Sahib Siha Afia. Then told him, I have to leave now. My talk is starting at 5 to 7. So exactly 5 to 7, I started the talk and so forth there in the masjid. First time I'm giving a talk in that masjid there. Masjid Masihul Ummat. If you go outside, it's called Jalalabad Sagheer because Jalalabad Kabir is there, Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Mohana Masihullah Khan Sahib. So, mashallah, we spent Ramadan day in 1977, and the whole Ramadan was Hazrat Ji. And, mashallah, Mohana he qualified long time, Mufti Hashim Sahib qualified before that also, I think, or maybe after that, I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, they may all studied there by Hazrat Ji and so forth. So, we know, like you know, that how close they are. 
to Hazaji, Rahmatullah Hazaji passed away in 1992. So the point I'm making here is this, then my message was that from time immemorial there's always been the conflict between Haq and Batil. So we are Muslims, Allah Ta'ala is Noor, Mustafa is Noor, his message is Noor and radiance and effulgence, Quran Sharif is Noor, we are Muslim, we have Noor in our heart. You see load shedding, then you look for a candle, one candle, kind and lights up another five, ten candles. So how many people's lives did we impact on? As Muslims, we have to alayna annu asir walanata asir. We must be the people to have influence on others, not we get influenced by them. So that is the crime committed by majority of the ummah today. They think white is right and west is the best. We suffer from the inferiority complex because of apartheid and whatever. But other countries also, Arab countries, Muslim countries, you will see same thing across the board. It is so that is that we must never suffer from a complex. Quran Sharif says the enemies, they are mass media. Today it's so apparent. Their aim is to extinguish, to obliterate the nur, the radiance of Allah and Islam with their mouths and their media. Allah inspires us. Allah will let Islam prevail everywhere in this world. Even though the non-Muslims hate it and detest it, the more they try, more people embrace Islam. You can see in South Africa, other parts of the world as well. And remember that I took four or five examples. I said one of the biggest threats to this Ummah is the Shias. Imagine the Shaitan comes here and he said they translated the Quran and now we must support them. Alhamdulillah, we expose them. They had to run away. We challenged them. No one came. And remember, Hazrat Mohana Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sahib wrote a big article with all their agents promoting Shiaism in South Africa. So where is their face today? They promote Khomeini, Khomeini, the Shaitan, the Kafir, non-Muslim says you can make muta prostitution for one hour. Khomeini says you can have intercourse with the animal also. All this in his books. Tawdihul Masahil, Tahrirul Wasila and all that. Can you ever believe in and accept such people? Hundred percent kufr they promoting and they non-Muslim. And I challenge anybody if I give wrong references on these issues here. Second issue, I said, look at the LGBT. Today, the Muslim students are coming to the Maulana and the Ustad, and they tell the Maulana, you are a homophobe. You know what he's trying to say. He's 15 years old, 13 years old. They go to school and they get bombarded that how you accept people, non-Muslim. You must accept somebody is lesbian, somebody is gay, somebody is homosexual. You mustn't speak one word against them and so forth. But when the Malvis do these type of things, the sheikhs do these type of things, you get that crazy guy in Cape Town, gay imam. Now imagine gay imam and he calls himself a Muslim. I told him on his face, you're 100% Muslim. Murtad, and if you die now, we will announce, they must just throw your body away. Nobody must bury you also. So that is what you are seeing in live other countries in South Africa. When I was in Canada, they told me they got the gay mosque here. 
imagine. So that is what you are seeing, LGBT. And the people who are promoting this, the Disney and them say, 50% of the actors must be queer and weird characters and so forth. Allah forbid. So like that, there are so many challenges we were highlighting how we have to protect the iman of our children, our students and everybody else. And thereafter, Qari Saab, Qari Altaf, I think his name, the read the Salat and the Khutbah. And mashallah, thereafter, we had a nice, healthy breakfast there. Healthy, hearty breakfast by Mufti Hashim Bauda's place. Allah to reward him, reward his family. Then Mawana Farhan Patel is there, mashallah, they in charge of all these animals and so forth. I also made my Qurbani there. So, you know... <coughs> So I said, let's go see how they slaughter and everything. A real professional operation. Me, I will tell everyone, if you want to make Qurbani in the coming years, come here to the deer and no stunning, no nothing, everything done properly. And look at the children, subhanAllah, how active they are and so forth. So that is what we must do. Self-empowerment. Don't wait for the non-Muslim. We must have our own farms, our own abattoirs, our own everything and show the world this is what we as Muslims can do. That Muslims must excel in every field that is permissible. But first, we must be Muslim. The problem today, we got best people, but they themselves, their beliefs are corrupted, so many of them. So many of them will speak against Islam. No, we don't want that. We must be Muslim first and then you can be your professional and professional where you are promoting Islam all the time. So that is our lesson to the Ummah. Allah Jalla accepted. 2.30 to 3, Brother Yusuf Ali with current affairs. Then 3 to 3.40 will be this morning's Q&A, the repeat. And thereafter will be the du'as. And 4 to 5 will be Muhasalim Dorat, the Barakat of the Noble Quran. 5 to... So thereafter, 5 o'clock to 7 will be Mona Khalid Yaqub. 7 to 7.30, the repeat of the tafsir. Surah Hadid, verses number 1 to 9. Then 7.30 to 8, Mona Yunus Patel, Rahimullah's advices. 8 to 10, live Q&A with Mona Arafat, Atya and myself. 10 to 11, Urdu lecture by Mona Tanweerul Haq regarding Eid al-Adha. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa